Good morning. This is Brooke Curley with the Eastern Arizona Courier and the Arizona Range News. This podcast is brought to you by Gila Valley Comic Con. Gila Valley Comic Con is March 27th and 28th on the campus of Eastern Arizona College in Thatcher, Arizona. Go to www.gilavalleycomiccon.com. Today, I am with Rod Keeling of Keeling Schaefer Vineyards from Wilcox Wine Country. Good morning, Rod. Good morning, Brooke. How are you? I'm doing well, despite the rainy weather. But us Arizonans, we cannot ever complain about the rain. No. So, as I understand it, 75% of Arizona wine grapes are grown in Wilcox. Is there is that correct? That's correct. At least 75%. That was the uh, based on a 2013 survey by the USDA. Well, 2013 is a while back. Yes. So, as I understand it, it's a growing industry. More people coming? It is. And, uh, you know, we see new vineyards being planted all the time, and there's quite a few new uh, new wineries being built. So, um, and uh, as the, when, according to my research, there is a Wilcox wine trail consisting of 10 tasting rooms in and around Wilcox. Are there more now, or is that also kind of older? Uh, it's, it's not that much older. I mean, we, we're up to about 12 now. And uh, uh, and some of them aren't open all the time, but uh, we have uh, we have a kind of a core group of eight people that uh, that that I'm with that I work with. Okay, so could you tell our listeners uh, just a little bit about Wilcox Wine Country and you know how it's it's different from other you know basic wine growers and uh, so on and so forth. If I understand correctly, Wilcox is actually in a very specific type of agricultural land that makes it prime area for growing wine grapes. Am I correct? I think you are correct. I mean, uh, Wilcox Wine Country is uh, kind of works on different levels. One is it's a region, a wine region of the United States, and we have a, actually have what's known as an AVA, or an American Viticultural Area, and we've been classified as a, the Wilcox AVA, uh, and that was done about two years ago, and it's a, it's a recognition by the federal government of the unique uh, uh, growing region that we have. And then, of course, we have the Wilcox Wine Country uh, uh, as a tasting or a destination, a tourism destination for people from around Arizona, around the Southwest. And we get uh, visitors from uh, all over, really, and they visit the tasting rooms there to uh, sample the wines that are grown in the Wilcox area. And then, of course, then we have an organization called Wilcox Wine Country Partnership, or the Wilcox, or excuse me, the Cochise Graham Wine Council, which is the name of the organization. And that, that's a group of eight of the, of the 10 or 12 uh, 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 wineries that are in the area that, uh, that work, uh, that have been around about 12 years, and we work on uh, promoting the region. Okay, so Wilcox Wine, it's been growing for the past, um, how long? How long has Wilcox been growing wine? Well, the very first vineyard was planted in 1984, and so it really goes back to the beginning of the wine industry in Arizona, which uh, uh, was about the time the wine industry got started, just slightly earlier than that, about 1980, 82. And uh, Wilcox has been kind of the forefront of, of, of the production of, of uh, fruit, of wine grapes. Oh, wow. See, I didn't know that um, it went back that far. So um, as I understand it, Wilcox has cooler nights and warmer days and this also assists in the wine growing um, situation the temperatures well any great wine growing region has one characteristic that is across it might be caused by different different uh, different uh, weather patterns but the bottom line is is that great wine grapes are grown in areas that have warm days warm sunny days relatively dry 
and uh, have cool nights during the growing season. And it's called a diurnal temperature swing. So the day and night swing in, in the Wilcox area can be 30 degrees. And so if you look at uh, great areas like uh, Napa Valley, the main reason they have that big day-night swing is because of the ocean of, of air comes in at night and cools off their area. We actually cool off because of our elevation and our dryness. So does that make it different from other growers? It does. You know, there's not too many areas in the in the world that are uh, are grown at high altitude like we are. You know, most of our growing is between, most of our growing uh, vineyards are between about 4,200 feet above sea level and 5,400 feet above sea level. And that's pretty rare. I would say Mendoza in Argentina might be the most similar area to us. Wow. Okay. And um, if anybody knows anything about Wilcox Wine, they also, I'm assuming, would know about the Wilcox Wine Festival that goes on twice a year. And um, last year, as uh, I went and visited the Wilcox Wine Festival, it actually grew as exponentially. The footprint of the festival did. Um, larger spaces, more vendors, more wineries. And um, uh, is it um, Peaks Wine? The brewer company also Visited. Right. We, we, we added Four Peaks Brewery, which is a Tempe brewery. It was the first craft brewer in Arizona, and uh, they came in and, and provided beer for the, the festival. So last year, big steps and differences in the, um, the look of the festival and the feel of the festival. Is there anything that you can tell me if there's anything new going on this year? With the well, this festival? is the, the, the 12th uh, spring festival, if you can believe it. Oh, my goodness. And... Um, and we have, uh, we're, we're looking for a lot of new things. We're, we're going to have a dinner, an awards dinner. We're doing a, uh, another awards program through the uh, Beverage Tasting Institute based out of Chicago that will be judging wines for us. And uh, so we'll be promoting the quality of the wine from Wilcox as well as, as having a great party. Oh, yes, I remember that, um, the, the um, competition. Right. So um, how does the competition assist local wine uh, growers and with the economically, I'm guessing it's um, the more medals you win, the higher the um, ratings are for your particular wines. Am I correct? Well, you can get you can get rated uh, or you can win medals. You mm -hmm. can enter all kinds of competitions, uh, and it's really kind of a marketing exercise. I mean, what we're trying to do is we're just trying to get the word out that we have high quality wines in Wilcox. People ought to come down and try them. Okay. It's not really, it's not a very official kind of thing, you know. It's, uh, it's not rated by any uh, government agency or anything like that. These mm -hmm. are usually media companies that hold these competitions mm -hmm. or companies like Beverage uh, Tasting Institute, which basically has a website, tastings.com. And people can go on tastings.com and search Wilcox, and they'll find some of the ratings that we've had. Okay. So we're going to have uh, that again. So basically we've got some new, the, the new elements, and we're just going to keep keep going with that right we're still trying to absorb the uh the expansion that uh, that we did uh, two festivals ago last last spring was the first year that we actually closed uh, the state highway Maley street and expanded the footprint of the festival so we're still trying to uh, accommodate that in the management of the festival yes i uh, i remember the spring festival it was very exciting very new so all right we'll see what's going to happen and uh do you remember the festival days when they're coming uh, well a festival in wilcox is always the um the third weekend of may and the third weekend of october and this year i believe the sa the third saturday is the 15th 
So it'll be the 15th and 16th. So the Saturday day is what determines. So the, the third Saturday de defines the third weekend All right. of both those months. So obviously Wilcox Wine is growing. Um, is there anything specifically that the uh, Wilcox Wine Country is trying to achieve this year? Um, is it through? Is it marketing? Is it just basic growth? What is uh, Wilcox Wine Country trying to strive to achieve and go for? Well, in the big picture, you know, our, our, the whole purpose of our group is to establish Wilcox and the Wilcox Wine Region, Wilcox Wine Country, as the uh, you know, premier growing and and visiting wine tourism area in in uh, in the southwest and right now uh we've the the big thing we've done this year is we've added some other festivals and next saturday and sunday we're going to be doing what we call the arizona wine festival at heritage square in downtown phoenix and heritage square is a is a kind of a a, a, a park it's part of the Parks Department in the city of Phoenix. And we've done events there before with the Arizona Wine Growers Association, our statewide association. But this is the first time we've gone there as Wilcox, and we're going to have a, a big Wilcox visitors booth. And we're, we are expecting about 5,000 wine patrons on Saturday and Sunday total. And they're going to be walking into the festival, and boom, right there in front of them, there's going to be a big Wilcox, visit Wilcox booth. And so the idea is to start to establish the Wilcox region, and that, that includes uh, more than just the city, but it, it, we're trying to establish the Wilcox region as, as, a, uh, as a destination, a wine destination for this part of the country. Okay, so I get it. Um, you've had the Wilcox Wine Festival in Wilcox for a while, and now you're taking Wilcox Wine and you're putting it in a newer location and just um, kind of making it a a large speakerphone for everybody to know about a Wilcox wine, b the area of Wilcox. Am I correct? right? That's correct. I mean, we have three major metropolitan areas that we look at when we talk about who's going to come to Wilcox, and that's uh, Phoenix, uh, Tucson, and El Paso. And right now we have uh, we have two festivals this year. We we've held in in Phoenix, and we've got one festival coming up in. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's March in uh, in Tucson. Okay. All right, so basically we're changing up the game a little bit. We want to go to the city and invite people to come see us. Okay, that makes sense to me. So, and also I've been I've been told that there are now wine touring buses that are making the rounds possibly in the area of Wilcox. Is that uh, something We haven't that's new? really got established on that yet, and but we've seen some, you know, uh, just some private groups uh, start bringing buses into uh, into Wilcox. Uh, they've been doing that over in Sonoida for quite a while, but we haven't seen that in Wilcox yet. And, and we are working on that. And, and actually, we've got some helpers that are helping us uh, start to schedule uh, bus tours. Bus tours. Well, that uh, that explains, you know, um, if you certainly if you don't know the location of the area very well, the tour would help. Would the tour would know exactly where to go? So it's that's right. I mean, if you're and and the other thing is, is it um, it helps. Some people don't, uh, you know, don't feel confident that they can drive to a region and drive around drinking all day. So this mm -hmm. is. A, this is a, uh, a an opportunity for them to get on a bus and, and go and, and sample the wines and then and then get driven back to Tucson, for example, and, and, and go home and somebody else does the driving for. So that's uh, that's understandable to me. Best places to stop, and you don't have to worry about driving. That's right. So I hope you um, keep us in contact and let us know when anything goes on when when you have established tours. Love Absolutely. to hear from you. Absolutely. So. Um, let me see. As rural growers, being in such a large industry, 
there must be certain challenges for the Wilcox wine. Um, is there international sales that you are, is there, is there a struggle with international sales or are we, or is Wilcox wine only available in the U.S.? Well, I would say that I don't think anybody is uh, exporting uh, Wilcox wine outside of the United States. Uh, I know that, uh, that there's a uh, Camp Verde winery that has a large vineyard in Wilcox uh, called Arizona Stronghold. And uh, they, uh, I think they've been in Canada, but that's probably the only, uh, you know, experience that we've had with uh, exporting outside of the United States. And really, we're not ready for that yet. Uh, you know, the state of Washington exports $2 billion worth of wine. Oh, year, wow. Washington state. And so, you know, we're not that different than they are population or, or, or acreage wise, but they've grown their industry to that level where they're, they're actually exporting now. And we're, we're going to get there. Most of the, the big challenge for us is really just cutting out a share, getting our share of the, uh, the Arizona market, which is a big wine market. People don't realize that, but Arizona is one of the top wine consuming states in the, in the United States. Some of the best wine markets in in the United States are in in uh, in uh, Scottsdale and Phoenix. Well, that also reaffirms the reason why you're bringing Wilcox to Phoenix. Then, that's right. So, all right, and um, so we're just trying to get into that, and we're already here, so it makes sense. Wilcox be Wilcox would try to work with Arizona wines, so it's understandable. Sure. Um, I'm sorry. Continue. No, I mean, there's, there's, uh, we are in, in uh, a lot of our wines are in, in places like, um, uh, like you know, the grocery stores, Total Wine, uh, you know, Fry's, Whole Foods, Safeway, uh, and then uh, some of us, I've been in Costco for about 12 years now in Tucson, and that's not every Costco in the United States, that's just a few select Costco's that they've decided that they want to try our wine in, like uh, we're in two Costco's in Tucson uh, right now, and and so we're getting some exposure, but it's very difficult to get into those major corporate stores like that. Okay, so that is actually one of the questions I had um, ready. I was wondering, um, here, it seems to be difficult to find Wilcox wine. Even though Wilcox wine is just a hop, skip, and a jump away, I can't find them in many of the Safford location stores. Right. How can just the average Joe or Joan be able to ask for Wilcox wine and how can how can we you know request to see w more of Wilcox wine locally well you know I mean here's a great example of what happened in Wilcox we have a Safeway in Wilcox and it's not it's one of the it's not one of the top tier sh stores uh, uh, you know Keeling Schaefer Vineyards for example has been in the in the uh, uh, the new Safeway store in Vail and but it's classified in their corporate structure as a as a different kind of store. oh store manager in Wilcox wanted some local wines in, in the store there. And, uh, and up until just a couple of months ago, they, they weren't able to do that. We kind of helped them out with the, uh, the district uh, wine buyer, and mm -hmm. we were able to get the uh, Wilcox wine in the Safeway there in Wilcox. And that's really been a big help, uh, and they've sold it. I mean, it's been very successful there. Okay. So they're selling wine in the Safeway and Wilcox. So that could happen here if uh, if people went to the Safeway, to the store manager at Safeway, for example. I think there's a Safeway up here. Oh, yeah, there and, is. And just walk in and say, you know, we'd really like to see some Wilcox wine up here. Uh, there are a few of us that are, uh, you know, are in, 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 in the Safeway corporate structure. We've already positioned our wines and we've been approved in the, in the corporate structure. So it's possible for them to get it. 
Oh, okay. So that's the one thing I did hear, you know, about it's the specifically in Safeway that Wilcox wine had to be in some sort of list. And so to hear that it they are, then there are some in it. And, uh, and, and so the Safeway really, it's going to be up to the, you know, to the decision makers at Safeway. But, but if, People are asking for it, uh, you know, and, it, and and it's really been a big success. And now Benson's, the Safeway and Benson wants uh, Wilcox wine. So uh, it's it's a process. Uh, but, you know, for many, many years we were in, in uh, Safeways in Phoenix and, and Tucson and, uh, you know, in Total Wine and, and, and AJ's and all. I've been in AJ's for almost uh, 14 years now. Mm-hmm. And, and yet it takes a long time to get, get through that. That pro, you know, there are certain criteria that have to be met in order to be accepted by the corporate stores. Okay, that's and, it, and, it, and quite frankly, it's a, just a lot easier for them and everybody else that resells. Every other retailer in Arizona has to buy their wine from a distributor. Right. They can buy their wine directly from the winery. That we we operate it outside of the, the three tier system. We actually can produce, we can distribute, and we can have retail sales. And there's nobody else that can do that. Local people want it; they can go and, and get it. Um, let's put the mic a little closer to you. I don't okay. think it's sorry. It, I don't think it's picking you up as well we as go. it should be. Is that a little better? Um, yes, I think so. I think okay. that's a little better. Thank you. You bet. So, all right, and we are just going to go ahead and take a quick break. Um, uh, the third annual. This is this podcast is sponsored by the third annual Gila Valley Comic Con, which is in March on March twenty seventh and twenty eighth at the Eastern Arizona College and will feature all the fun you've grown to love, including artists and sketches, live-action role-playing, vendors, and collectibles, and, of course, cosplay and the popular costume contest. Sign up today for the costume contest at www.gilavalleycomiccon.com. If you want to book a cosplay photo shoot, go to Stock Photo Fantasy on Facebook. That's Stock Photo Fantasy. And, well, welcome back. Thank you for being with us. This is Brooke Curley with the Eastern Arizona Courier and the Arizona Range News. And today I am here with Rod Keeling of Keeling Schaeferd Vineyards from Wilcox with Wilcox Wine Country. Thanks, Rod, for coming and visiting us again. And um, let's just continue on in our discussion. Um, so there is a lot to bring. Right now, we've been talking about um, Wilcox wine availability, you know, in our local stores. Obviously, we had a huge shop small um, uh, movement that we started off with in the beginning of the year, shop small shop shopping and shopping local. Well, Wilcox wine is basically almost as local as you can get, um, considering it's just it's grown, it's made, and it's just right down the road. So um, is there a possibility that, do you know of many restaurants that have Wilcox wine available too? Uh, you know, not so much in, uh, in, here, in, here in Safford, in the Safford area, uh, and not even in the Wilcox area, quite frankly. Uh, but, you know, so one of the big problems about most of, of, of Wilcox wine and Arizona wine in general is that it's at a higher price point than, than, than what you can buy. Uh, you know, uh, there's, there's, we don't make an ocean of wine, our, our scale. item and so it's more difficult to get uh, restaurants interested in uh, in in doing Wilcox wine and, and and selling it 
Okay, so that's understandable. Yeah. And, you know, it's harder to provide an element when it's more expensive than others. It is. And, and you know, I mean, it's not that much more expensive, but, but to in order to be successful with wine in a restaurant, uh, you have to serve it by the glass, and, and there's a, that's a whole complication of, of you know, the, the economics of that are difficult. Okay. So um, let's see. For now, for Wilcox Wine, is there um, something that we're specifically going to try going after this year? We've already talked about the festival. We've talked about um, in-store distribution and the possibility of restaurant distribution. Um, what is Wilcox Wine Country going to try and target and go forward? Um, we've got, um, obviously, we're going to do the contests, and that's a form of marketing. Is there anything else that we're, we're going to aim for? Well, we're going to work a, a little harder on trying to expand our, our organization to be more inclusive with more uh, uh, wineries in the area. And we're also going to uh, attempt to uh, expand our, our marketing program. And, and part of that's going to include, uh, you know, some, some more media-type activities than we've done in the past. A lot of the things we do are just paid advertising. And uh, we're going to try to, to work on, um, you know, on, on uh, public relations or media relations so that we can get more, uh, more recognition by the, by the local and uh, statewide media. Okay, so advertising, yep. that makes sense. And, um, and if you go to Wilcox, you'll see some signs um, to various vineyards and tasting rooms. Are there going to be more signs available coming soon, hopefully? Sure, we, we've got a plan in process right now that we're right about the end of the, of the, of the, of the planning, and we're ready to execute the plan. And what we've done is, is uh, we we've got a friend of an old friend of mine from Tempe that uh, uh, was the uh, deputy director of the of the uh, Tucson Transportation Department, and he's retired. And he came down and, and designed a, a sign package for the Wilcox Wine Country region, and uh, it's just about ready to get. Part of it's been executed in the county on county roads so far, and the county and uh, um, uh, the the pipeline comp company, uh, Kinder Morgan, mm -hmm. uh, donated some money to the county to uh, pay for these signs. And so what we're, we're seeing right now is that uh, we're just about ready to put the signs up in and around the Wilcox, within the city of Wilcox. Mm -hmm. So that's a big project that we you know, hopefully will be able to bring to a conclusion in the next month or so. It's a lot easier for people to find you if they can see the sign. Now, you know, the signs are limited what they can do, obviously. You know, you're driving by at 40 miles an hour. It's hard to read a sign. But at least it gives a, an awareness to people that might not be aware that there's a, there's a, there's a, a group of wineries right down this road. I know. I've, I've heard about that. People say, what? There's wine in Wilcox? And I'm like, oh, yes, there oh, yeah. is. Really? Yeah. So. yeah, I mean, a public awareness is an important part of it. And the local market, I've seen in, you know, we've had our tasting room in Wilcox open for the Keeling Schaefer tasting room in Wilcox. It's been open for 10 years in March. And it has really changed. Uh, the, 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 the local people come in a lot more than they used to. And on top of that, I mean, the overall visitation is, has expanded a lot. And I, when I say a lot, we've kind of gone from zero to where we are now, which is, is a really a viable visitor. We're open seven days a week now. Wow. Yeah. So, all right. So it makes sense to just, you know, put out the sign. And I'm guessing there's going to be an online presence as well for people who... Yes. We have a, we have a website that we just redid, and it's called uh, wilcoxwinecountry.org. 
and it's important to remember the .org because the .com takes you someplace else, uh, but it's wilcoxwinecountry.org, and uh, it's, a, it's a new website. It's mobile-friendly, and it's got everybody, uh, you know, it's like a tour guide, and you can go on there and, and get all the information you need. It has the events on it. It has the, uh, the, 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 uh, all the wineries on it. It has how to get around, where to stay, uh, the restaurants, where to eat. Uh, everything uh, that uh, you know a visitor might need is on that on that site. All right, so we're on mobile. We are starting working on we're starting to work on the signage to get where you need to go once you've gotten in your car and decided you wanted to tour some Wilcox wines. And um, the Wilcox Wine Country is going to start working on some advertising. So these are some very notable goals for the upcoming year, especially. So all right, well. Um, thank you so much for coming and visiting with us. What, would you like to tell us a little bit more? I know that I don't know everything about Wilcox or wine. So is there anything that I forgot to touch on that you would like to add? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure there is. But, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of moving parts and there's a lot of people that are involved in, uh, in, in, in bringing wine to Wilcox. And I think, I think the local people need to understand that, that, um, this is like, this is basically a farming exercise. The difference is, is that we are attracting people as a tourism to the area. You know, uh, my brother and my family's grown cotton in the Casa Grande area for over a hundred years. And the interesting thing is, is nobody goes to, you know, to stay in a hotel and have a restaurant, go to a restaurant to watch cotton grow. Uh, no. <laughs> and so uh, the wine business is unique in that, that it can attract people like, Apple Annie's attracts people. You know, it's it's more agro tourism, if you will, mm-hmm. than uh, than just it's not just about the wine. Uh, it's about uh, the experience. It's about the place and the people. That's right. And understand. And so, what we're trying to do is trying to get everybody kind of jazzed up about the whole concept, uh, even if you're not involved in the wine industry, so that we can improve uh, the community. You know, we're really committed. The, the, the Wilcox Wine Group is really committed to the community development of not just the city of Wilcox, but the surrounding area. And the idea that, that uh, we can be a part of the improvement of the community is, is important to us. All right, wonderful. And as I understand it, Wilcox actually has a great historical aspect to it as well, you know. And there's uh, there's several wine tasting rooms just on Railroad Avenue, a historical theater. There are wonderful elements that are in Wilcox to go along with a wine tasting. So, the great thing about tourism is that it can it can improve the locals' uh, uh, options. You can have better restaurants. You can have uh, more uh, entertainment. Uh, you can have more uh, things to do uh, that you wouldn't necessarily have in your community if if we didn't have this attraction. So, all right. Well, thank you so much, Rod, for coming and visiting with us. I appreciate this was a wonderfully educational um, podcast, and thank you, listeners, for coming and visiting with us as well. Um, This was uh, Rod Keeling with Keeling Schaefer Vineyards and Wilcox Wine Country. Um, This podcast was brought to you by Gila Valley Comic Con, March 27th and 28th on the Thatcher, Arizona campus of Eastern Arizona College. Get more information at www.gilavalleycomiccon.com. That's www.gilavalleycomiccon.com www.gilavalleycomiccon.com This is Brooke Curley for the Arizona Range News and the Eastern Arizona Courier. Thanks again.